Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are going to be talking about social media marketing automation. And I I just wanted to give you a little bit of background here. And and one of the things that you've probably discovered is that marketing has changed significantly over the last couple of years. And it's really no longer about those commercials and the advertisements, but it's about developing relationships with your audience so that they can get to know, like, and trust you before they actually buy from you. And if we get even more specific, it's about how you show up on social media and how your audience is finding out not only your content, but also the content that your followers are posting about you and your products and services. But the problem that a lot of uh, small business owners have is that there's a lot of places where their customers are showing up. And it's so much so that so that social media marketing, if you aren't really careful, can actually turn into a full-time job. And then you don't get to all the other things that you're supposed to be doing for your clients and working on your business. So the question really becomes, how can I, as a small business owner, do a good job at social media marketing without spending hours and hours each day developing that content, commenting on posts, and, well, being social with my audience? And that really brings us to today's topic, which is social media automation. And what I mean by that is we're looking at the process of how to schedule out your posts and interact on the various networks by utilizing a variety of tools currently available to marketers. And these tools can range from free to really expensive, depending on the scope of your business and how much you want to automate your marketing efforts. Uh, It can include things like scheduling your curated content, uh, scheduling your original content, recycling your evergreen content and everything in between. Um, and and what happens, there, there's really this debate that's going on about social media automation. Um, and there are some co- pros and cons to it. On the one hand, it's a godsend to many. Um, it allows you to schedule out your, old, your posts for the week or for the month in one sitting and then just kind of sit back and relax and let the automation tools take over and publish your posts to the social networks that you've selected uh, on the schedule that you've selected. And, and that really sounds great. In, in theory. And on the other hand, though, um, it could kind of lull you into a sense of security that your marketing is all done. Um, but the whole thing about social media marketing is that you want to be social and you want to build those relationships. So if you're automating everything, where is where are you building those relationships if you have that uh, hands-off kind of attitude? So what I want to do is I want to take a look at some statistics that show how much good automation does for a small business. And on average, about 32% of businesses see an increase in revenue over a 12-month period using some of those automation tools. And in fact, uh, 77% of those actually see a, a conversion rate increase, which is fantastic. So on the whole, businesses that are really automating part or all of their marketing strategy 
out do outperform those that aren't. Um, but it, there are a couple of other things that automation does. It helps you keep your content consistent across the channels. It, it maintains an active presence, even if you're on vacation or you're busy, you're at a conference or something like that. It actually continues to post when you're not available. And, and, and the great thing about automation is it gives you some uh, ways to monitor and analyze your activity um, and you can run your own statistics and your reports and see what's going on and, and fine tune your marketing strategy because of that automation that you've done. So in a lot of ways, automation really does save uh, your business time and effort um, and money because it cuts down on a lot of the manual effort that goes into those social media marketing strategies and activities that you do on, on uh, a daily basis or on a monthly basis. So uh, what it can do is it can schedule and optimize your posts. Um, it can curate from those uh, blogs that you love and it can give you those reports that we talked about. And it can also, if, if taken to the extreme, and this is one of those things that's up and coming in, in the world of marketing automation, it can actually uh, create some custom responses to common uh customer queries using uh, things like chatbots. And, and we're not going to get into a lot of that, but we will talk about that as a trend uh, later on today. But on the flip side, um, too much of a good thing can actually be dangerous and can actually harm your marketing activities and your online reputation. So he here are some of the cons to um, automating your social media marketing. Um, so, and, and you've all seen this and you probably have the same reaction to it that I do, um, that when you're automatically liking and following or posting on social channels, it can actually make you look at, at like a spam bot and it could make you seem less trustworthy. So, so if you're trying to build that no like and trust factor, this is not something that you want to take lightly. Um, and, and the other thing too is that your followers are going to start to notice. And a lot of people actively avoid those brands who do things like automatically message new followers and post uh, content continually. And it really should be about uh, being authentic and being social and building those relationships. And with, uh, if you're automating everything, you really can't do that. And in fact, some of the social networks don't allow it. It's against their terms and conditions. So if you are doing this and you're doing it uh, to a grand scale, you really run the risk of your account being suspended, um, and especially if you're uh, automatically liking and commenting on, on posts of others. So some of those things that you can't do with uh, automated, uh, when you automate your social media, you can't really build have those uh, conversations that build community. Um, you're, you can't always keep your content fresh and exciting. Um, in other words, and, and you've all seen this and I've seen it and it's one of my pet peeves, is that sometimes people automate to the extent that they're posting content from two or three years ago that's no longer relevant. Um, and, and you're like, why the heck is this person posting this? Um, and, and that kind of brings down that uh, trustworthy and, and uh, fact that this person is an expert because they're posting stuff that's really out of date. And um, you can't really 
be as creative as you would if you were posting manually. So, so the thing is that there needs to be some sort of balance between automation and uh, real interaction. Um, it, and automation really is not the be-all and end-all to your social media strategy. So uh, even with automation, there's still quite a bit of effort that you need to put into your marketing plan in order for you to take full advantage of automation. And yes, you are going to save time, but you're going to have to balance that with your efforts to build those relationships with your audience. And so um, there's a couple of things that we, we need to start considering when we're talking about social media automation. And we've talked about some of the pros and cons, um, but I hopefully that's instilled in you the, the caution that you need to take um, that you shouldn't really be automating your entire process. And we need to start looking at what you can automate and that will help you save a, a boatload of time and how you can integrate that into your marketing strategy. But first of all, what I want to do is I want to go back to the beginning and kind of remind you what we're trying to do with social media and what social media is all about and what your goals are. So when we're talking about social media, uh, we're talking about content. And we're talking about those videos and the surveys and question questionnaires that you post, those press releases, those photos, the webinars, your blog posts, um, podcasts, and all of that content that you create in order to communicate with, you, with your audience. And then what we're talking about when we talk about social networking, which is on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and Pinterest and all the other 500 plus social networks is out there is that we're building that conversation. So the goal of your social media is really to take all of that content that you've created and turn it into that conversation. And once you start turning it, that into the conversation, what you're going to do is you're going to um, develop that uh, web traffic that you're looking for so that people come to your website and to talk to you and to find out more about you and to um, begin to purchase from you. And once they've uh, gotten that no like, and trust factor that you've built on your social media um, and through your website, then they're going to start to um, buy from you. And once they've bought from you, um, they are going to become your raving fans. And once they've become your raving fans, then they're going to spread the word to others. So it's really important that when you're talking about, when we're talking about social media automation, that you keep in mind that behind the whole thing is that you're still building those relationships and you don't want to lose that um, interaction that you have if you were doing it, it manually. So the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to start taking uh, a look at some of those tips that um, you need when you're putting together that strategy. And the first thing that we have to look at is that content strategy. How are you building that content out? And um, so what you need to do is, and, and if you've uh, been around marketing that won't break the bank for any length of time, one of the things that we've done is we've built an, uh, a, a rule as far as how you're going to develop your content marketing. And that's the 30-60-10 rule, uh, which says that 30% of your content is actually original content that, that you've created yourself, whether it's your blog posts 
or your videos or or your images and, and infographics, whatever it is, it's your original content. And then 60% of the content that you share is going to be curated content. And that's the content that you use from articles that you've seen uh, um, from other people. It's that content that uh, you just think that your audience is going to want uh, to know about and you want to give your uh, two cents worth on it. And then the last uh, the last 10% is that promotional part. And that's the most important thing is that you need to make sure that whatever you're doing is um, – is make sure that uh, you are not always going out there and saying, buy me, buy me, buy me. Um, and you're sharing all that other content so that people get to know, like, and trust you. And with that, we're going to um, take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to just continue with our uh, talk on how you're going to first start automating your um, content marketing. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we took a look at the pros and cons of automating your social media marketing. And our conclusion was that um, there are certain processes that you can that your marketing strategy that you should automate, but you have to be very careful not to lose that human touch in your interactions with your audience. And then we started looking at um, your content marketing strategy and the fact that uh, there are some things with your content marketing that you can automate. Um, but you have to remember the 30-60-10 rule where 30% of your content is your own original content and 60% is uh, curated content and 10% is your uh, promotional content. So let's just let's just continue that discussion. And with um, curated content, since uh, what, uh, when you're when you're putting together your curated content, since the majority of your content marketing strategy really is that. This is one of those areas where um, automation is really a godsend. Um, so if you're if you're like me, you don't have a ton of time to sit around searching the internet for blogs and articles and other information about those topics that are important to your audience. And there are a couple of things that you can do to automate the process of finding those articles, and I highly recommend. Um, so so these are they're. They're either websites that you can go to, or they're um, they're plug they're uh, they apps that you can download to your phones, or or plugins that you can use. And the first one that I really like is Feedly, and it's available at feedly.com. Um, and what it does it is it allows you to access information across all different media outlets based on either keywords or topics or blogs that you choose. And then you can quickly scan through the articles to find those that you think your audience would appreciate. And what I really like about Feedly is the fact that it gives you those little tiny summaries. And if it looks like a good article that you want to read or a blog post, you can actually go to it. You can save it for later if you want to save it for later, or you can dismiss it and, and, and it just uh, disappears from your feed. But the other thing too is that Feedly integrates with a lot of the scheduling tools that we're going to be talking about later, like Buffer and Hootsuite and, and some of the others, so that if you really like an article, you can actually um, uh, schedule it from within Feedly to those uh, different applications so, so that it'll be the next um, post that gets posted to either Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. And you can put in your own little uh, comment regarding that article. And it's a great way to get some of that curated content going on, on your social media networks. Another one that you can use um, to find some curated content is Listly, which is list.ly. And that has a, a lot of great content too. And, it, and instead of being articles, it's actually lists of content that you can use. And it's broken down into categories. So you can find categories on marketing, on pets, on real estate, on cooking, on, on fashion, and a whole bunch of others. And what you can do is it, it just gives you some really good ideas for either your curated content or actually for um, some of your original content if you're looking for ideas for, for blog posts. Another one that I absolutely love is Flipboard. And it used to only be an app 
um, for your phone, but now you can actually use it on a desktop or a laptop computer. And this runs along the same concept as Feedly. And actually, uh, the way that I'd like to describe it is kind of a combination of Feedly and Pinterest, because what it does is it you create your personal magazine or magazines around a specific topic. Okay, so, so we were talking about some of those um, content marketing uh, tools that you can use to uh, automate your, your uh, curated uh, content uh, processes. And we talked about Feedly and we talked about Listly and I, and I was talking about Flipboard. And this is one of those that I really like because it's kind of a combination between Feedly and Pinterest um, in that you create your own magazine of sorts and you can uh, catch up on news, uh, read stories from around the world, browse articles and videos and photos, and you can actually save them so that you can save them and share them to your audience at a later date, or you can actually share the entire magazine with your audience. Another um, curated uh, content uh, application that I like is Post Planner, and this is one that um, is really interesting because what it does is it takes the content from across many different streams, uh, particularly Facebook and, and uh, Twitter, and it tells you how many times it's been shared and how many times it's been viewed and all that sort of stuff so that you can actually pick out content for your audience that has actually already done well. And uh, Post Planner has uh, a paid subscription. So it could be $3 a month for 30 posts a day on three different uh, social media accounts, or it could be $9 a month for 100 posts per day on 10 profiles. So, uh, and, and there's other, other levels available on Post Planner as well. But it's, it's one of those ways that you can schedule posts if you want, but it also helps you curate some content and get some ideas for what you might wanna post as your original content. Um, and uh, it, it has status updates, it has pictures, it has videos, it has a little bit of everything. Another one that you can use on your computer um, with uh, your Chrome uh, browser is called Pocket, and you can go to getpocket.com. And uh, what that does is it's a Chrome extension where you can actually save our articles and blog posts and the like for later for you to read later. And then you can use that in your curated uh, content feeds. Um, and with each of these sites, what you'll do is you'll want to keep some records of what articles you like and where or how you'll, you'll post them. And what I mean by that is you might want to start a, um, Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet or, or whatever type of uh, spreadsheet that you want. And um, you put the name of the article, the a little bit of a summary for the article, and the link to the article or the blog post so that you can take those. And, and when we get to talking about how you're scheduling it, you can schedule it within those tools later. Um, but you want to make sure that you're you're keeping track of those articles and those posts and, and all of that that you are going to post so that you have an idea of how much you're posting and where you're getting it from. And you can kind of keep track of uh, when it was posted 
And uh, if you want to post it again, you can do that from there too. So that's what that's what we're talking about when you're automating your um, curated content. The next thing that we're going to talk about is your original content. So so if you remember, we said that uh, about 60% of your content should be curated and about 30% should be your own original content and 10% should be promotional. And um, the majority of your own content will most likely come in the form of a blog post. And this is, is, again, an area to a certain extent that you can easily automate. And um, you may be thinking, how, how can I automate my own content? And I don't actually mean that you're automating the creation of your content, but there are a couple of other things that you can do. So you can utilize the tools that we already talked about with um, curating your content to discover some of the ideas for those hot topics in the industry today. And it'll really give you a great idea of what's important to your audience and it'll hopefully uh, spark some ideas for you. And then another thing that you can do is you can actually set up some uh, Google alerts and they will notify you when there's new information about some key topics or your company or whatever else you ask it to record. So all you need to set up a Google uh, uh, Google Alerts is a Google account. So if you have a Gmail account, you already are, are ready to go. And then all you need to do is go to google.com slash alerts and choose the keywords that you wanna follow, how often you wanna see those alerts, and what email address you want the alerts to send to. And it's really pretty easy and it'll provide you with some interesting information on those topics, those keywords, and even on your company or your competitors if you wanna use it to to find your competitors. Um, But when it comes to your original content, you really need to be careful about that automation. And that was what what I was referring to earlier. Um, There are sites out there that will actually generate articles for you and that will take other articles and rewrite them so that you can use them as original quote unquote content and more. And my advice really is to stay away from these sites um, and the temptation to use some of these services. And, and, and there's a couple of reasons why I say that. Um, number one is that the content that they generate isn't going to sound like you. Um, in fact, They really sound robotic and you can see it a mile away. Um, Just think about some of those articles that you've read um, that you thought would be really wonderful and and you go and you start reading it and you can't really follow it because the logic isn't there and the English is awful. It seems stilted and it doesn't make sense. And um, after only a couple of sentences, you just uh, hightail it out of there. You really don't want to come across as that and that's where that automation is happening is they're just automatically putting together an article and and not even proofing it and so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense the other reason why i don't suggest using this is because it will actually hurt your um, search engine optimization Uh, And we've talked about this before, that the search engines are really looking for fresh, relevant content. And if they even get a whiff that you've taken an article and have revised some of its content, they'll actually ding you in the search results. So so if you really want to be found, you just don't want to do this. 
So the bottom line with your content is you uh, and your original content is that you may automate finding your topics and probably come up with some good ideas for them. But the key is that they stay original and you need to put the time and effort into producing it. So with that, uh, it's time for our next break. So when we come back, we're going to take a couple of looks at some tips for automation. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were taking a look at your content marketing strategy and how you can automate some of those processes. And we talked about some of the different sites that you can go to to um, find your uh, curated content and how you can use some of those sites also when you're talking about your original content and finding ideas for your original content. We also touched on the fact that you don't want to actually automate uh, the creation of your original content because that will, number one, turn off your audience, and number two, it will hurt your SEO. But there are um, some tricks that you can use um, to uh, make your make the creation of your original content a little easier. And it's not actually automating it, but it's actually helping you create additional content based on content that you've you've created before. So, for example, say you've written a, a great blog post and you're getting some traffic to it and comments to it. Um, there are some ways that you can take that piece of content and repurpose it. And that's one of those things that you can really do to, uh, to automate your process a little bit. So you have that blog post and what you can do is you can turn it into a video or a series of videos. And we've talked about how important video is to so social media right now. So just take that blog post and turn it into a short two-minute video or if the content there's more content there turn it into a series of videos um, and, and then the other thing that you can do with that that um, blog post is take out some quotes from it and use those as um, some of your social posts 
um, and and status updates. And then you can turn that uh, blog post into a slide, a slideshow and share it on SlideShare. Um, and that's another great way for people to uh, get the same information but uh, consume it in a different manner. And uh, you can turn your videos that you've made into audio files so that they can uh, listen to it almost like they're listening to a podcast. And those are just a couple of different ways that you can use the same piece of content to save you time in creating your original content. And so now that we've that you have some of those ideas to find and create your curated content and original content that will save you some time and effort, the next step is to actually start scheduling some of that content. But before we look at those tools, I want to go over some of those best practices that will help you make the most out of your social media automation. And the first is to make sure that you vary your posts by each network. So people really want a variety when it comes to social media. You want to make sure that you're meeting that need. And, and this means that when you start scheduling your posts, you schedule not only your blog posts and your shared articles, but you also want to intersperse some questions and quotes and anecdotes and other conversational cues to get the audience to interact with you. But remember, this is about building those relationships and you need to start those conversations. And that doesn't mean that you uh, pose a question and when people answer, you don't interact with them. It's just a way to automate the initial step in that conversation. And the next thing that you want to keep in mind when you're when you're automating your processes is that you want to write for each network. So the the easy way out with automation and and what a lot of people do, uh, which I don't recommend, is to just post the same information um, across all the networks. So whatever you're posting on Facebook, you're posting on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest. And uh, as I mentioned before, when we were talking about the cons of uh, automation, your audience is going to recognize this and they're not going to be happy. Um, instead, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're tailoring your posts to the network that you're posting to. So what I mean by this is that um, when you look at Facebook, it's more about um, social aspects. So uh, if you're posting things like quizzes and stories and inspirational messages, those will do well. Um, hashtags are not really used a lot in Facebook. You'll see people posting hashtags, but um, in some cases, that's an indication that they've posted to Twitter and Instagram as well and have just copied their post from those to Facebook. And on Twitter, it's more about uh, tips and businesses uh, or business-related uh, topics. So your update should be short and sweet and to the point. And even though you now have uh, 240 characters, you probably should only use about 100 and maybe one or two hashtags. And on Twitter, hashtags are okay because that's where the hashtag was actually born. So, so be... Be generous in your use of hashtags. Don't use 30, but you can use a couple of hashtags on Twitter. And LinkedIn, of course, is about business. So anything related to business or case studies or news or something along those lines um, is what you want to see in LinkedIn. So short and sweet here is best. And you don't want to use hashtags because it's not something that is done on LinkedIn. And then when you're looking at Instagram and Pinterest, it's all about the image and it's not necessarily about the, min the, the message. So short and sweet 
inspirational, cultural, fashion, DIY, um, lifestyle, those things do really well on Instagram and Pinterest. And hashtags are actually encouraged. So, so don't worry about using hashtags on those too. Um, so, so that's really what you want to keep in mind when you're posting to those networks. You want to make sure that you're tailoring your message to each of those networks and not just saying the same thing across all the, all the networks. Uh, the next thing that you want to keep in mind is that if you're using images, you want to make sure that they're networks uh, specific and they're network friendly. So while we may dream of the day that all the networks use the same size images, and, and this is one of those areas that I that just frustrates the heck out of me because for each network you have to choose a different size image, um, it really isn't the case today. Um, so what you need to do is you need to really uh, create images for each network specifically. And that doesn't have to be really difficult. And what I found is even though I, I do some graphic design, it's not, um, it's, it's not my forte and it's not something that I want to spend a whole lot of time on when it comes to social media. So I use um, canva.com and it's free to you. It, you you have an opportunity to use it for free. And what they've already done is they've put together those templates for each of those networks, which is so fantastic. And they give you ideas of how those um, those templates should work. And uh, you can upload your own images and you can change the text and all that sort of stuff. But you can do it for Facebook. You can do it for Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and Pinterest and, and your blog and all that. And it's really point and drag and drag and drop. And it's very, very easy to use. Um, if you want to upgrade uh, you can on Canva to what's known as Canva at work, and it's about $12.95 a month, but it gives you the ability to create uh, brand-related templates. Um, there's a, a, a function within Canva at work that will take your one image and size it for all of your social media so that you don't have to go in and, and create all the different ones that you would on uh, their free free version and there's a lot more that you get with Canva at work. But um, as I said, it's $12.95 a month if you want to spend that. If not, the the free uh, the free version works really well as well. Um, so now that you have uh, the message, you know what networks you're working with and you have the images, the next thing that you want to do is you want to determine the best times to share on each network. And one of the great things about technology these days is that each of your social media networks can give you a wealth of information on your audience and your statistics. So what that means is um, it will give you information about the times when you're likely to get shares and likes and comments from your audience on each of them. And based on this information, what you want to do is you want to determine the days and times where your posts are going to get the most bang for your buck. And if you haven't been uh, posting consistently yet or you're just starting out, um, here are a couple of generalized tips for posting by network. If you have been posting for a while, go into your analytics and it'll tell you exactly when you should be posting, when your audience is online, and how often you should be posting. So uh, in general, 
Uh, for Facebook, you want to post uh, somewhere between Thursday and Sunday and either at 9 a.m., 1 or 3 p.m. On Twitter, Wednesday seems to be the best day to, to uh, post at noon, 3 or between 5 and 6 p.m. Um, and on LinkedIn, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and it and the schedule makes really a, a lot of sense because it's 7 to 8 a.m., noon, or 5 to 6, so either at the very beginning of the day, at lunchtime, or at the end of the day. On Pinterest, it's Saturday or Sunday, which makes sense, at 2 p.m., 9 p.m., or 2 a.m., which kind of blows my mind a little bit and on instagram it's monday or thursday at 2 a.m 8 to 9 a.m or 5 p.m but keep in mind too that you want to make sure that whatever schedule you choose on each of those networks you stick with it so that your audience will expect to see your posts on those days and at those times and with and with automation it makes it so simple to do that and then once you've figured out what what the the um, timing is and the days that you're going to post, the next thing that you need to do is you need to uh, determine the frequency that you're going to post with on each network. So um, as you've probably noticed, all of the networks are not created equal. And in addition to making sure that you're publishing them when you're going to get the most bang for your buck, you need to actually make sure that you're posting frequently enough to attract your audience. So here are some of those tips by network as to how often you should post. So on Facebook, uh, one to two times a day is quite enough. Um, Twitter, you can go up to about 15 times a day. Uh, on the high end, you could do 50 or more a day, but I don't really recommend that because that's going to take too much of your time. 15 is a lot, so somewhere under 15 is good for Twitter. LinkedIn, you just need to do once a day. Uh, Instagram, one to two times a day is plenty. There are a lot of people that do a lot more than that, but you'll you'll get a sufficient audience and sufficient recognition with one to two times a day. And then Pinterest really surprised me because Pinterest says um, about 11 times a day is a good frequency. Um, and, and these are just guidelines, so I want you to remember that you don't have to be on all social networks in order to be successful. Um, and just choose the ones that make most sense to you and your audience and choose the frequency that makes most sense to you. Um, and, and if it's just uh, one network and you're just posting once a day, then just do that. If it's more than one network, great. It's really, really up to you. The next thing that you need to do is you need to start creating that schedule for your posts. And before we start talking about those automation tools, which are really what you're going to do with the scheduling, um, we need to really look at the schedule that you're creating. And this is probably one of those steps that's going to take the most time for you. And you're probably going to think that it's a lot of work, but it's really the most crucial step in the process. Um, and I'm sure that you've noticed that when you post, your content kind of gets buried uh, rather quickly in the barrage of information available in, in the news feeds on each of the networks. So to combat this, you, you most likely will want to schedule your content to go out multiple times to multiple networks. And when we come back, we will talk about how exactly to do that. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were talking about uh, some tips that you need to take into account before you even start scheduling your automation tools. And uh, we started talking about scheduling and the fact that um, you need, you may need to um, schedule your content to go out multiple times to the, the different networks. So I want to uh, stay on that topic just a little bit more um, because that doesn't mean that you should be posting the same thing to each network uh, or the same thing multiple times to uh, the same network. And this is really where you're, you're going to need to get a bit creative in your scheduling and in the way that you're posting information. And, and what I mean by that is that in some cases, um, your content may be what's known as evergreen, um, which means that if it's true today, it's going to be true tomorrow and for a long time to come. Um, and if this is the case, you can schedule the same information to go out every every couple of months or every six weeks or, or even longer. And it's not going and, and it's always going to be fresh. But the caveat is um, to make sure that you know for certain that the information is still relevant. Uh, I can I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've stumbled across an article that I thought would be really great, but it turned out that it was written years ago and the advice it was out of date or the links didn't go to the right place or if it was recommending certain services, those services were defunct so that um, it made no sense anymore. And in a lot of cases, um, 
what will happen is if you do this is your brand will lose some of that credibility because it seems that you don't know or you don't care what you're posting. So in others, other cases, uh, you may find on some of those networks, especially um, Twitter, uh, that if you don't get any interaction within the first hour or less, less uh, your, your post gets lost. And in those cases, what you want to do is you want to create a schedule that goes out every couple of hours for the first uh, day or so, and then every so often over the next couple of weeks, just so that it stays uh, fresh in in people's mind and and people that didn't see it the first time actually get to see it later on. Um, But in all of these cases, what you need to do is to make sure that your actual post or status update is different. And for example, say say you have a blog post about social media automation, since that's what we're talking about today, and you want to send it out. And the first one um, may say, save time with social media automation. Um, the next time that you send it out, you may want to say something along the lines of social media automation in five easy steps or something, something along those lines. But even though you're linking to the same Uh, information, the same blog post or the same article, you're expressing it in a different way so that it doesn't look like you're reposting exactly the same information. Uh, And and I want you to really think about this because it, it not only goes to what's showing up in the news feed in each of those networks, it also goes to what's showing up on your um, page, on your personal profile or whatever in those networks. So if you're posting the same information with the same headline or the same text um, various times, um, say on Facebook or Twitter, and you're doing it constantly so that every single one of your um, tweets or every single one of your status updates has exactly the same uh, tagline, exactly the same information, what is that? What uh, what impression is your audience going to get that you don't care that you're just all about promoting yourself for that one piece of information? That's not something that's going to build that no like and trust factor that you're really looking for um, with your community. So, with all that being said about scheduling and, and what you need to do when you when you're looking to put those posts in a schedule. Let's look at some of those tools that you can actually use to schedule out your social media. And I have just a handful of tools that we're going to talk about. There's tons out there, um, but these are some of those tried and true tools that um, you can use and and put into effect now. So the first one is Buffer. And I really do like Buffer. Um, They have a free program where you can have uh, two accounts and you can post up to 10. uh, You can schedule about 10 posts per account. Um, And if you have more social networks that you want to post to, it's uh, about $10 a month for 10 accounts. And what it does is it allows you to schedule your posts out to each of those networks. And it's very easy to use and it's very intuitive. So um, it's one of those tools that I I like to use and and I like to see um, as a, a beginner entry into social media automa- automation. 
Another one that you can use is Hootsuite, and you've probably heard of Hootsuite as well as Buffer, and it, and it works along those same lines. Um, they Their low end is $19 a month for 10 accounts, and it, and what Hootsuite is, it's an all-in-one platform that allows you to curate content and schedule content and measure your social ROI and run social media ads and a whole lot more. Um, it's a little more complicated than Buffer, but you can't go wrong using Hootsuite as well. Um, Every post is another one that you can use, um, and it's free for one uh, social network and 10 posts that you can you can automatically post there, or it's uh, $9.99, $9.99 for up to 10 accounts with unlimited scheduling. So if you are um, thinking about uh, putting together a huge schedule and you want to just sit down and do all of your um, social posts for the month, then um, you want to go for the unlimited scheduling. Um, if you only, uh, if you're okay with just doing ten posts at a time, then you want to go with the free, the uh, free version. But it really, but every post also makes it easy to curate content. You can customize everything and schedule out your social media posts. Um, and it's one of those few social media management tools that allows you to customize your posts for each of the media platforms. And it has a visual content curation feature that allows you to uh, add pictures and other multimedia to your, your content as well. The next one that I, I really like and uh, am hot on right now is called Social Pilot, which is at socialpilot.co. Um, and uh, that gives you, um, you can do 10 accounts and 50 posts a day for a little over $8 a month or 100 accounts for 200 posts a day for $16.67 a month. And it curates content, it suggests content from several different industries, and it has a content, a social media content calendar so that you can actually plot out everything. And it's just really a great uh, tool that you can use to automate all of your social media. Um, we've talked about Post Planner a little bit. In addition to helping you curate content, you can actually post from there. Um, it's $3 a month for 30 posts a day on three accounts, or it's $9 a month for 100 posts a day for 10 accounts. Um, and it tells you, and like I said, it tells you exactly what kind of content to post. The last one that I want to talk about is Tailwind, which is specifically for um, Instagram and Pinterest, because those are two that are highly um, visual. And until recently, Instagram, you could not post automatically, but Tailwind is a partner with both Pinterest and Instagram, so they are highly um, likely to help you out with both of those. And, and I just really like them because they, they really tell you exactly what to do. So we've made it. And I hope that you've, I've given you some information and insight into social media automation and how you can uh, integrate it into your own marketing strategy. I'd love to follow your marketing journey. So con connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions about what we've covered or something that I didn't answer, just free feel, feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Uh, thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I really hope that I've 
I, it was informative and you've come away with some new ideas to market your business. And don't forget to join us in our Marketing That Won't Break the Bank Facebook group. And have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 